Welcome to Impact the World. For this episode, we bring you the audio of my monthly energy update, which is delivered to YouTube every single month. You can find the video version of this at my channel, Lee Harris Energy. And if you hit subscribe and the notification bell, you will always be notified when the energy update appears. We hope you enjoy this audio version of the energy update. Welcome everyone to the energy update for September. Um, there's going to be a lot to get through today. I took quite a lot of time off in the last month during which I was visioning, intuiting and really tuning in on not just this month, but the months and years to come. And so I got a lot of interesting information and I'm going to share some of that today through some of the themes that we will focus on September, but also what will be showing up in the next kind of four to six months. So firstly, if you enjoy these updates or any of my other free content, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're here on YouTube. Uh, or if you aren't watching this on YouTube or you're listening on my Impact the World podcast, you can join my newsletter at leeharrisenergy.com and we'll let you know every time more content is available. But for today, let's take a look at some of the themes that are showing up because there's a lot going on on the planet all at once at a higher speed than ever before. We've been talking about this for years and the fact that this was happening, but the visceral and overwhelming nature of it, especially if you are sensitive, energetically tuned or tapped in, uh, or someone who feels like you are more awake than you used to be, can be a lot to deal with, especially as we are at this time and really the beginning time of a planetary awakening, which is not necessarily happen happening in a grace-filled way sometimes, but a lot of the times it's happening through devastation or grief or shock. So we'll take a look at some of the themes for the month, but think of these as things that you might want to carry through the end of the year. And I'm sure because we're all on slightly different timelines, as usual, some of the things I say you may have already been tapping into and going through. So let's get started. Theme number one is a high energy acceleration incoming. So this means higher energies are coming in faster than ever before. I did talk about this a few months ago and some of you will already be experiencing that in your life. High energy can look like many different things, but it really belongs and pertains to fast healing. So going through very big shifts, things that perhaps previously would have taken you years, months, weeks, can now be happening in a very intense and quick way in a day. And when I say intense, I think we're very conditioned to think that that means there's a certain level of suffering or pain involved. And actually the opposite is true when you look at this high energy acceleration. Many of you will be marveling at how quickly you can change old beliefs Notice that you're no longer running emotional patterns in your life that you used to, but it is very fast and there is a greater purpose to it. It's not just about healing in the moment, it's actually about who we are becoming for the future 
and stepping into more of our soul power and who we came here to be. But it can be very human, you know, it can look very human. And so don't be disheartened if you're having some of those days or waves where you're thinking, wow, this has really walloped me. That's par for the course, but this is where paying attention to how you are balancing yourself, looking after yourself and being acknowledging of the fact that the energy is moving fast. If you're anything like me, I didn't know to acknowledge energy for at least the first half of my life and then have spent a lot of time figuring out that if I don't acknowledge what's showing up energetically, I'm not showing up. I'm either crumpled, withdrawn, pulled back. And I say all of this with some hesitation because I think there are moments that all of us are experiencing right now in reaction to the shockwaves or the pain or suffering that we're seeing going around the planet, both real pain and suffering and feared pain and suffering. There is a difference between the two and depending on who you are, where you are in the world right now, you can be in either of those camps. But this high energy acceleration, conversely, can put you into feelings of deep presence to your life and being alive right now. And the paradox for many sensitives of this time is that you can have empathy and offer support and feel and act to help groups or people who might need your help right now, while at the same time recognizing that you've perhaps never felt more alive than ever before or more present or more here for it, more here for this time. So high energy acceleration is going on across the planet and it's going to carry on through the end of the year. So deep presence, blissful connected moments, and often a euphoric or fast healing energy that might just grab you and sweep you one day and spin you around for a few days. But then when you come out the other side, you'll notice some of your density, your heavier beliefs, your alignment with suffering has changed. And that's really important for now. That doesn't make you dispassionate to the suffering of others, but it will make you more useful than if you're getting caught up in all of it all of the time with and for others. The next theme is releasing our feelings rather than turning them into a story. Easier said than done, right? Because we're human, but releasing our feelings rather than turning them into a story really pertains to recognizing that feelings are feelings and they need to move through us, otherwise they get stuck. And when our feelings get stuck, we tend to take them to the mind and play out a story. So for example, any despair, that you are feeling right now about collective issues, things that you're seeing in the world, and collective confusion is despair. So you have to feel it as despair to release it. What we can tend to do, and we do this as a, as a, as a group, all of us do it, and we hand it to each other, we will try and release small pieces of emotion through densely woven stories. So we'll tell each other stories of the terrible thing that has happened to us or that is happening in the world. Whereas the fastest way for us to change the story and to be present to the story is if we really feel our despair. So I know that many of you might be like, I don't want to feel any more despair, but that will tend to be that the story that you are running in your mind about what's going on, or more importantly, what's going to happen in the future is holding you in a place of despair. Whereas actually this is a time where all of us need to grieve, feel despair, not like what we're seeing, 
but have that experience for a series of minutes or hours at most, not for weeks at a time, because then we're locked in the story and the emotion cycle. So this brings me to my next point, which is be very open right now to finding new healing modalities. Um, often I think if you are someone who has had a modality that works for you, so a modality could be yoga or breath work or any of the, if you like, spiritual or healing arts that bring you peace, the tendency can be to think, well, it's just not, it's just not doing what it used to do, but I won't go and find anything else. This is a time where all of us are being pushed into the new. It's a very new time on the planet. The energy is very different to how it was even three years ago. And so we are allowing ourselves to come to new modalities. So if you are feeling stuck or like the, the story of despair has become your life, you have to find new healing modalities. You might need to find a really great trauma therapist or a technique that's gonna help you to unearth and move some of that emotion out. Because if we don't, we can't tap into these higher energies that are present for now. They're coming in because there is essentially an energetic war going on on the planet between what some of you might call light and dark, some might call lower or higher vibrations. So the high is pouring in, but the human collective narrative wants us to focus on the low. And so even if you're someone who perhaps doesn't watch uh, news or those kinds of stories that are out there, and you're feeling like you don't resonate with that, you're talking to other people who do. So the virus of fear spreads very quickly among us and through us. So what it dislodges in your own body is gonna be very important. What's happening on the planet right now isn't just a story that we're watching or experiencing, it's also a story that we're healing through. So whatever your personal opinions or beliefs are about what you're seeing going on out there, pay attention to what's going on in here and in here around it, because we're supposed to release a lot of that stuff. We're not supposed to hold on to it or get into defense around it or want to fight someone about it, although you're gonna see plenty of that going on because a lot of people aren't feeling what they need to feel. They are instead buried in a story. We've all been there, even if you're not there right now. I can think of countless times when I've been buried in the story. So it's not about blaming or judging those people or saying, why aren't they waking up more? Especially if you're someone who's annoyed about how unawake the world feels or seems to you right now, very important for you to get back in your power and stop observing what's going on out there and literally be the change you wish to see in the world. One of the downloads I got from my guides uh, in the last couple of weeks was they said that only 30% of the planet need to wake up enough to not even have uh, strong convictions about what they think they're seeing going on, but questioning it, that our questioning is really important right now. And any viewpoint or slant that doesn't allow room for questioning or debate is coming from a very low frequency. And we have to be mindful of that. And even though you'll be seeing it go on around you, you'll see it out there on the stories, on the news, you'll see other people parroting it back to you. You might see people getting into fights about it. You might be getting into a fight with someone about it. Back up and ask yourself, what emotion needs to leave me here? Because we can't go forward and become more of who we are without dropping some of the old emotions that created very fixed stories. And no matter how quantum you are in your beliefs 
no matter how advanced you are with your spiritual beliefs, we're all humans and souls on the planet. And right now there is a major human shift going on that is rattling everyone's cage. So we too will be going through that release process. So that's why I say find new healing modalities. Or even for you, it could be as simple as figuring out that you like dancing around the house every morning and you just haven't been doing it enough, but that is shaking your energy off. It doesn't always need to look like a therapist or a fixed way of doing things, but recognize if you're feeling lower more of the time, you're going to need to find a new way to move yourself out of it. And be kind to yourself because that stuff's intense. Uh, a hard day with healing or feeling stuck is a hard day. So just be kind to yourself, but set the intention that you're going to figure out what you need to do to shift your energy. Because we have to work a little bit harder now to shift our energy than we did even two or three years ago. But if we do, the rewards and the energy return is there. So um, let me see, where have we gone? Da 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 da. Perfect. Um, intuitives. Prediction is changing, and I've said this a couple times over the last few years, but they gave me a very specific example the other day. Um, in the past, you might have had a feeling about the week to come, and you might have thought, oh, there's a funny feeling about this week. That might mean X, Y, or Z is going to happen. And what my guide said is compared to how you may have been able to predict those kinds of things before, you might have 30 to 40% accuracy now. Um, the, at the form of the energy. So you're tracking the energy correctly. You're feeling a, an earthquakey energy that's moving across the planet in the week to come maybe. But don't let your mind prescribe what it thinks that is going to look like. Because it's going to be very different to how it was before. And we are getting these massive energy waves that come in, that come in so fast, they don't have time to take form in the third dimension. That's what I mean by the energy is accelerating. So the old way of tracking energy and knowing how things were going to show up has kind of been thrown in the air, which is part of the disorientation and the confusion that everyone is feeling as well as all of the changes in the grounded world. But this is important to understand because sometimes your fear or anxiety can lead you to tell yourself a story. There's that word again about what's going to happen. And we know that when we get locked in anxiety or fear of the future, we come away from our true senses, our intuition. Fear will make us back away from our intuition and our senses. It sends us into a spin, which is why this past couple of years have been so tumultuous as well. The temptation into fear has been higher than ever before. So we have to work doubly hard to even if not in ourselves, be mindful of the fact that it's out there in other people. So really tune in on what you feel to be true, but equally pay attention to what actually happens. I've met many people who are very scared because of things that other people have told them. And there's nothing wrong with listening to someone that you align with, but what I've, I've met with a couple of people is they're not fully aligned with what that person has told them, but because that person told it to them in such a way that it activated their fear, they now can't get it out of their head. So they can no longer be clear on discerning what's true for them. We're all in a very, very multidimensional planet, which means we are all unique. Yes, we're connected, but we are all experiencing things 
in slightly different ways and for good reason, that's by design. So this is absolutely not the time for us to give our power away in any way, shape or form. This is a time where we're being asked as human beings, will we hold on to our power and our sovereignty? And that can be attributed to any area right now, including giving our power away to someone like me, for example. So uh, I'm here talking about the energetics and it's really important that you take the bits you need, take the bits you resonate with and dismiss those that you don't. And that leads me to my, and that's true for all of us. We have to be doing that with everybody. What feels true to me in my body right now? And it's not about accusing some person of trying to lead you down the wrong path. Although we're gonna see quite a bit of that at the moment, we're definitely seeing that showing up in society. Um, but it's more about knowing what's true for and in you because we as human beings have been under a very conditioned spell that is now breaking. And it's breaking in dramatic, painful and shocking ways but it's also breaking in ways that is unleashing a certain level of power back into we human beings. And when I say power, I mean soul power, the power of the soul, which is why there's such a battle going on right now, because we're approaching a time where more of that soul power can flood in. So this brings me to one of my final points for today, but a very important one. My guides wanted me to talk about the creational power of our words because we are in a war of words. Words are often the way that we navigate the world, communicate with each other, but it's so interesting, isn't it? I don't know about you guys, but I have been, um, I've been reading some articles lately uh, that, that have cropped up online or have been sent to me, and I really love a clean article. You know, I love an article where it's giving you, the reader, the opportunity to examine some truth, to see what feels true for you. It's bringing you some information. What I don't love is the articles that tell me how to think or how to feel, because as soon as they come toward me, they feel very distorted and they start to do things to my energy. So we're in a war of words where words are being used to attempt to separate us. And sure, we will see separation. We will see division. That's definitely here. You can't pretend that isn't happening. But equally, we are going to see more and more people start to wake up and shake up to who they are, to what they think is true, and to bring forth a little more of their no and a little more of their power to affect change on the planet in the years to come. But it's it's a tight period that we're in energetically. It's not, it's not a highly comfortable period. Sometimes it is, but other times it can feel very tight. So low energy directed words are words that are aimed in your direction, designed to direct your focus, your emotions, and your attention in a certain way. I'll give an example. So uh, one way to say, um, let's talk about the Olympics. So let's say um, contestant X lost their race. Okay, there's a fact there. They didn't take the position that they wanted. They lost a race, sure. Uh, I could also say contestant X, who, contestant X who looked exhausted and deflated and has really let their country down, 
didn't win the race. So there you're given two very different ways of telling the story. You're just given some facts that you're allowed to consider. And in the other one, you're asked to think about contestant X in a certain way. There's a manipulation of your emotions in that story. And if you aren't paying attention, you will take that in and start to feel it as truth. That's how the war of words works. So most of you watching this probably are already privy to that. But why it's important to be even more mindful about it right now and to speak your truth when your truth is appropriate is because others around you might not be quite so aware of it. So speaking your truth, by the way, is not necessarily, and in fact, the weakest thing you can do when you speak your truth is speak your truth to try and make the other person agree with you. But speaking your truth can be very helpful if you explain why you see something differently to someone else's opinion. Oh, I really respect that that's how you see it. I see it differently and here is what I have learned or researched that helps me back that up. So I understand that what I'm saying here might not feel very appealing, especially if you're new to this, but the creational power of words is how we show up with our words and how we direct our words in a truthful, authentic, vulnerable way, rather than a manipulative, controlling, or black and white way. The latter does not come from multidimensionality, which is where we're going. The former comes from multidimensionality. You're allowed your opinion and that's cool. And I have mine and it's a little different, but here's why mine is different, because yours seems really set. So let me just offer to you why I've arrived at a different opinion to you and, oh sure, no, we don't need to argue about it, no worries. We don't need to talk about this anymore, cool. Oh, we just don't need to talk about it. Or I might say something that makes the other person go, huh, in much the same way, I have been the benefit, uh, uh, the beneficiary of many other people's uh, pieces of information that have opened my mind to things over the years, over the months. So the power of our words as a people has never been more important. And especially while there's a war of words going on, it's very important that you learn to speak your truth in whatever way that looks for you right now. If you're exhausted, ignore my words, just recover. You'll come back from your exhaustion and then you'll know, oh, this is how I wanna speak about this. Oh, this is conflicting for them and they wanna fight. No, I don't wanna fight, I'm clear I'm not fighting. So don't worry, we don't have to speak about this. So it's not about getting into the division energy, but it is perhaps about being part of that 30% that I spoke about earlier, where your words, what you share, what you offer, or even just the love that you offer, Maybe you say nothing, but you can see that someone's really stressed or distressed about the world. And in that moment that you offer them love, whether it's a hug or a few words or a loving look, you see them start to soften because we get so much information from each other. That was the other thing they were saying. We're like radios. So they gave me the example that if you're in a, let's say you're in a restaurant and there are 30% of people in that restaurant who are let's say awake, the other 70 will feel it. Now equally, you can go into a restaurant and you can feel it when there's kind of a fractious energy and it's not always the people, sometimes it's the ley lines underneath the restaurant or what just happened in that area that day, but energy speaks and we are learning how to hear it, see it and discern it at an all new level. That's why I'm giving you this for kind of the next six months or so. This isn't so much a quick headline for the month of September. This is ongoing 
um, new awareness that's coming in. And the more that spreads, the better we will be for the transformation of the planet, which is what we're in right now, but it's very edgy right now. And, you know, they say to me that, they say, don't despair because it's not going to change quickly. They say, you're going to see more things that will come along that will limit the transformation of the planet. Uh, but they say there will be so many supportive moments, supportive moments in you, supportive moments around you. And that's really important to stay tuned in on. So the creational power of your words also relates to use magic words to create, to conjure, and to override the lower vibration directed words that you might be hearing, swallowing or being coated with. I've put a few notes so you can find them underneath the video or in the show notes if you're listening to this on the Impact the World podcast. I'll say that again though, the creational power of words. We can use magic words to create, to conjure, and to override the lower vibration directed words that we might be hearing, swallowing, or being coated with. And I'll give you a quick example. One of the things I started doing many years ago at their suggestion was whenever I was hard on myself, whenever I had a sentence in my mind where I was turning on myself or being down on myself or beating myself up or I had a judgmental voice, they suggested I replace it with the opposite. So for example, the, the sentence might be, I'm not good enough to do that. I'm not good enough to do this. Then if I heard that sentence in my head, I would replace it with, I am open to allowing myself to do this and to recognize I am perfectly good enough to do this. So I would replace the sentence with a more positive creational sentence. Many of you may have been doing this in different ways for years, but the creational power of our words is really important to understand right now. So if you're being asked to focus on doom and gloom all the time, and that's all you start seeing or thinking about, you will help create it. If you can also hold space for extraordinary possibilities that can come in and that can change the timeline that we're currently seeing or experiencing, for your life and for the collective, things can upshift. So last thing to say, and then we're done. Anger can often be a boundary. Mm, anger is something that we often are afraid of and have been taught to be afraid of. I know some people aren't. I love those people. I love those people who came in wired ah, like this. And especially when they learn to come into their heart and use that anger for consciousness or for conscious acts. But anger is a boundary. So if you're feeling anger in your body right now and it's a bit foreign to you, don't be alarmed about the anger you feel. It's often the first signal that we need to draw a boundary around what's coming at us or what we're feeling. So anger can be a part of healing, sure. And maybe you have a lot of anger you need to get out that you're now in a position that you can release. But anger is also a boundary. The question to ask yourself is when does it become a weapon? So an example would be a friend upsets us. We feel angry about it inside. Do we notice? Ah, that's interesting. There's clearly a boundary issue here with this friend that I need to explore, bring into the relationship, perhaps have a discussion with them about, or do we just come back and kind of resent them and want to, well, I'm going to get revenge on you. So anger is very powerful if we don't take it into the base energy of being a weapon. 
because then we just get caught in the fight. Anger that fuels what we could call uh, conscious activism is wonderful. You know, it might be anger that takes you into your conscious activism in whatever area of life that you're trying to bring more positive, equal transformation to. So anger as a boundary is going to be showing up and don't be afraid of it, don't be ashamed of it. Um, fire is an element that we have been taught to be afraid of, but that's part of our negative conditioning. Fire is an incredible transformational agent. And, you know, I'm here in California, so for anyone out there who's going through the fires right now or has been through fires, I, I get it. I have a very human relationship to fire because of where I'm living. But fire as a transformational power is actually a spiritual power. So don't be afraid of the fire that might be coming through you. It might be exactly what you need to get you into the next place of action, decision, or direction for your life. So there was a lot there today, everyone, and um, I hope you were able to follow it. I might suggest re-watching or re-listening if there were a few more layers in there then it was easy to unpack because part of what I'm transmitting in this message is a very massive download that I've just had from my guides, which I will be bringing into these videos and all of my work in the next few months. Thank you so much for tuning in to this month's energy update. And this month in the portal, which is my members community, where there are all kinds of energetic tools and teachings every single month, all brand new, all focused on my portal community. I've created two new MP3s. One is called Anchoring the Light 2021 to 2024. So how we bring in the light in this time specifically and why we need to. And also Navigating the Storm 2021 to 2024. They are approximately an hour and 10 minutes between the two recordings. They are a set. And if you're not part of my members community, but you just want to get the set of recordings, you'll find those over at leeharrisenergy.com and we'll put links underneath this video. And in a moment, I'm going to play you a short video trailer uh, that our video editor, Rebecca, has made for us so that you can experience some of it. Um, but before I sign off for today, I also want to let you know that this month, I'm again holding space for healers, entrepreneurs, and creatives on my Own Your Value course. Own Your Value was created out of my work with entrepreneurs which was called Impact the World. So it's really for those of you who feel you are here to impact the world with a bigger, in a bigger way with your work, with your message, with your offerings, your healing modalities. And it holds space for you to do that by both looking at how can you share your work in the world and perhaps in different ways than you have been doing. But equally, there is a lot of energy and mindset coaching in the course too where we look at what is holding us back from putting ourselves out there, what is holding ourselves back from valuing our own work, and imagine what could happen if we allow ourselves to show up, how it could positively impact the world. I'm one of many people who, many of, you know, many people out there who uh, can be testament to all of the fears that you have, but equally why it's important to walk in and to do your service work and in a myriad of ways. So it's a very extensive course. It's approximately 15 hours of content. I will also be doing a brand new live Q&A session and I'm adding a brand new channel uh, called The Entrepreneur of the Future, uh, which is an hour long. So um, if you've taken the course in the last couple of years, uh, you will receive that for free. 
Um, and if you would like to sign up, we have a special discount price and you can see all of that over at ownyourvalue.world. And there is a full video trailer and explanation of the course. Uh, but for everyone else, thank you so much for tuning in. I might see you in the portal this month if you're a member of our community there. And for now, here is a clip from the new MP3 set. Take good care of yourself this month and lots of love. So how do you navigate the storm? You choose to live from within it. And you make that choice over and over again. You choose to recognize the environment around you has changed. You choose to allow that into your body, your consciousness, your mind. And you be patient with yourself as that change takes place. For it is very jarring to your programming, your belief system, your ideas, your identity, both individually and as a world. So you navigate the storm by allowing yourself to recognize the storm you are in, but continuing to choose to live from within it. Allowing yourself to become different. As you vibrate, resonate and find yourself emoting in ways that are ancestral for you, moments from past lives where you were on earth at another fractious time and went through something very similar to now. Your identity gets to grow, gets to shift, gets to expand. That is why the positive side of this storm you are in has left many of you feeling at many times of the day more alive, more connected, more aware than you've ever been as a human being. So that positive flip side is directly being fed by the light. And by the part of you that is holding a vision that light will prevail. For all of you, when you die, light prevails anyway. So the end game for you as a human being is always a return to light. But the human game you are invested in and playing out right now is how can we steer this planet toward more light? How can we steer the consciousness toward that rather than some of the more dark, consuming agendas that you are currently facing? So you navigate the storm by choosing to live from within it today, allowing yourself to grow and change in accordance with everything around you and recognizing the incredible strength that you not only have today as a human being but who you are as a light being 